she's like so British it's painful like like concentrated squash version of British <laughs> <laughs> which yeah. in itself is a fairly British thing to say <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Listeners Guild, where we review your favourite blockbuster movies, having only heard the audio. Uh, I'm Luke, and this week I watched Alice in Wonderland, the 1951 uh, Disney original film. Ethan and Piers, as previously mentioned, have only heard the audio of uh, of today's film. They've never seen it. It's been out for for 70 years almost. Crazy. Um, Which leads me to, to my first question. Why haven't you guys seen this film? I think it just, to me, it falls under the same vein as all those Disney princess films, even if it isn't specifically a Disney princess film. But it had the same atmosphere as one. So I, I don't know, I just never watched it. Yeah, it's. Mm. I was expecting, right, a drug-induced psychedelic experience. Yes. Um, I was aware of like things being weird sizes and there being bizarre characters and animals okay. that talk and, you know. Uh, How do you know that? So okay, I, well, better question. What what did you know about this film? Uh, yeah, I knew that it was people dressed as playing cards at one point. <laughs> really? I didn't know that. Uh, That's a very was, specific bit of trivia. I knew there was a, a rabbit. Yes. Um, there's someone called the Mad Hatter. I, I mean, that they too. might be Johnny Depp. I don't know. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. It, yeah, it's worth mentioning that I, I have seen the other film that came out in 2010. Okay the live-action version of this yeah, film. Yeah, I think I saw it in cinema, but I can't remember anything about it. There's so many versions of this film, and I wondered whether this one... Are there? I'm aware yeah, of man. two. There, there are... Oh, mate, there's so many. In my search. <laughs> in my search to make sure I had the correct version this time. Uh, <laughs> Did you know this, Ethan? Uh, I didn't. When I typed in Alice in Wonderland, this was the first one that came up, and it's the one that I got. But were you searching on Disney Plus? Because it's the only one on no, there, no, no. aside from the newer one. No, no. No, I wasn't. I was searching legal websites. <laughs> <laughs> you have Disney Plus. Why, why did you well, because, need to do that? Because I wanted to get a download so that I could disable the video track. So yeah, I didn't yeah, have to... yeah. Yeah. So this is based on a. It is based on a book, and it says that in the mm. opening scene. It's based on Alice in Wonderland and Through the Looking Glass or something like that. I don't. So it starts with uh, with the opening opening music. Um, yeah, they're singing. They're singing the theme of the film, yes. aren't they? They're singing. Yeah, where is Wonderland? Singing the title of the film is very Beauty and the Beast, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> very self-congratulatory. Uh, exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I do it at the end as well. So I imagine that it was just a title sequence. With, oh, yeah, with I thought it was credits. Singing. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. it's just the opening credits. They do that in a lot of these, these uh, older yeah. films. Yeah. Do you know what Alice looks like? Can you describe Alice to me? Just so yeah, vaguely. Blue dress, think, blonde hair. That's about yeah, it. Yeah, either a... A uh, polka dot dress, mm. um, or like a blue and white stripe dress. I'm assuming. Yeah, that sounds familiar. With, Why with blue? ponytails? What, what, what's and... given you both this idea that it's blue? Is it not is it blue? mentioned? Is it not? No, well, I, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, this is just what I've seen in the past. Okay, okay. So you kind of knew that beforehand. Yeah. <clears throat> Have you got kind of an age you think she is? I don't think it's said. She says little girl. I'm guessing like eight or something. Uh. I imagine. I, I think she's older than that. I reckon she's probably in her in her teenage years, but she sounds like a sixty-year-old mm. woman. Yeah, she does. Yeah. <laughs> probably because she was a sixty-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it starts out. Uh, she's having this history lesson, Alice. Yeah, uh, from presumably her mum. I don't. Oh, I right. Don't know. So she's. It's just a private history lesson. <laughs> okay. So what did you picture this environment as looking looking like? Just a, a, a school full of other students? I mean, no, well, no, it, she was clearly on her own. Yeah, she, yeah. Well, that, well, I didn't know. I don't know whether they were just okay, like, well, it sounded made to me all like the other students mute for the sake mm. of uh, budget. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. no, in my head, a little bit like Simpsons classroom. Um, I mean, it's an animation, so how was she going to draw it, right? Yeah. Um, Piers listened to the Simpsons. That's interesting. Oh, that's, that's why there are so many versions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So it's a different episode. It's 24 seasons, really. <laughs> yeah. no, um, it's, a, it's, it's just a one-on-one exchange. Yeah. Okay. And it's just her and her mum, her tutor. I don't know. It doesn't make it clear. Presumably because it's irrelevant to the plot of the film. Yeah. She starts to talk about 
what her world would be if she could create her own world, mm. if she lived yes. in her own world. And she sings this opening song mm. all about the wonders of living in this imaginary place. She uses the word trousers, which I found quite funny. It's like they're just playing into her, her British, you know? She's incredibly British. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah. She's like so British it's painful, like like concentrated squash version of British. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. in itself is a fairly British thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but then it's set in the in the fifties, isn't it? When everyone was British. <laughs> <laughs> is that not how it worked? Everyone was British and or black and white. Uh, yeah. um, so she's singing this song and she sees this rabbit for the first time. Uh, it was clear this was a rabbit, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> yeah, she says Mr. Rabbit. She yeah. says it like 50 times in the yeah. film. And she doesn't seem at all phased by the fact that the rabbit is talking. No. Well, like, that, that, trip, that's yeah, normal. It's, just, it's all psychedelic <laughs> stuff, isn't it? So there's this rabbit that runs by proclaiming that he's late for something. It's yes. like a running theme throughout mm. the film. Yes, I got that. Uh, have you seen, you knew about this rabbit before. Can you describe what he looks like? Do you know anything about him as a character? He's white. Okay. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Is that well, it? They call him the white rabbit, so... Yeah, he's a white rabbit. Oh, um, okay. Does he wear, like, a waistcoat or something, just for the sake of comedy? <gasps> he might have a waistcoat I think on. they say he's wearing a waistcoat, in it. <gasps> Do they? Uh, at some point. No. But yes, I think he is wearing a waistcoat. Is he wow. a magician? Yeah. Does he have a hat on? That's very... Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. And he had a he had a clock. You know, this clock is quite a staple part of it. What, like a a clock, oh. like a necklace, or it's like a it's like a pocket watch. It's quite big. Okay. Oh, that's what he explains... keeps checking and saying. I'm late <laughs> constantly. Oh, oh yeah. Well, right, no, okay. but you can know you're late without having a clock on you. Yeah, except, yeah. I just assumed he was just but not in the 1950s. He he <laughs> the only way. Not in 1950s no. Britain. <laughs> Oh right, um, okay. That explains the dialogue at the at the tea party. Okay, fine. Yes, right. Um, so she follows him, uh, and he runs off. And this is like sort of the entryway to her wonderland, her daydreaming. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you got that. Yeah. Do you know how well, she enters into this? You obviously this didn't place? know at this point that she entered a daydream. That was revealed right at the end when she woke up, <laughs> which infuriated yeah, me. We'll get to that. I turned my computer off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll. Uh, We'll definitely come to that. Um, yeah, did did you kind of get the point, or, or what were you sort of visualizing when she makes this this jump into uh, Wonderland? She kind of she falls she falls down some stairs, right? I well, didn't I mean, think they were stairs. I thought she just fell down a hole. I thought she just fell in the down. Ground. And then she says, when she's when she's falling, she said, "Oh, I fell down some stairs." Well, no, she didn't. She says, <laughs> Does she? "No, she doesn't." Yeah. She says, uh, "Falling down the stairs will never be." The same, or I won't complain about falling down the stairs now because because of that. Oh, I see. Yes, yeah. She does mention falling, but it, but I didn't get from that that she'd fallen down the stairs. I've heard well, people oh, okay. say like down the rabbit hole, and mm-hmm. I assumed that that's what had happened. Yes, you could almost say it's where the phrase came from. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which I don't know if that's true or not, but she does indeed crawl into a rabbit hole and fall down. Yeah. Oh, I see. So she falls into into a room with. Uh, a locked door. Yes. Piers, you seem like you picked that up. Did you get the same, Ethan? Yeah, yeah, I did. A very small door as well, which yeah. is why she had to... Bonus points. That's why shrink. she had to shrink, yeah. And you're aware of how she shrunk. Yeah, yeah. she drinks a... I wrote this down. Bottle marked poison. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know if it was I mean, marked that's... poison, but she definitely knew it was poison. Yeah, I, I'm, I don't really know what happened there either. Um, she <laughs> that's very useful uh, thanks well she no no it says on it it says on it that she uh that it says drink me that's all that it says on the bar and she looks at it and she's like I better check whatever it is or something and then she yeah. says that thing about poison but she's just giving herself advice and she does uh, it a few times yes. in the film and that she, she mentions it but i don't think it says on the bottle explicitly that it's poison. okay yeah, i could right. be wrong it's very very unclear what's going on a lot of the, a lot of the time. Yeah, it was hoping you guys can clue me in. There was there were, the door makes a very weird noise. Um, let's see if I can imitate it. Here we go. Uh, the door goes. Oh! Right, that that's probably very wrong. Anyway, I. <laughs> I thought I was... the film was still playing. That's weird. <laughs> So my, I don't know whether you guys picked up on that at all. 
Like, evidently <laughs> no, not. I no, no idea what that no, is. I have no, no idea. Okay. There's a lot of sound effects in this film. There are a lot of sound effects. Packed to but the this brim one, with sound effects. this one is absolutely a guy doing the sound. It's not a sound effect. It is yeah. a it is a vocal sound. Mm. Well, the door the door handle is is uh, personified. You got that. Oh, not yeah, the whole door, it, just the handle. To her. Okay. No, it's just the handle because she, she grabs his, his right. knob. She grabs his yeah. handle <laughs> and she, t- <laughs> she turns it. And he's like, what is he? He makes some kind of. Yeah, about a joke her. about turning. Yeah. 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 yeah um, but I just assumed just the that the whole door was personified. I thought it was but... the whole door. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so he gives her the means to get the key, which appears on a table that comes from nowhere. Yes. Um, Obviously. And she then grows, having consumed whatever was in the box and she grows big oh she grows again. allowing her access yeah oh, she grows she doesn't shrink happens okay. a lot in the film she shrinks yeah. and grows at will the preceding like i don't know 30 minutes of the film after this i was very lost <laughs> oh yeah she goes through the door Me too. i assume she goes through the door uh, yeah. am i right in saying that because <laughs> okay, that wasn't okay. clear and, that then, was, and then it was half an hour remember of madness <laughs> yeah it is i mean the whole film is madness I, I i can't clue you in on a lot of the things she i think what happens is so she grows big and she starts crying do you remember that yes she starts crying but she's massive at the time so she starts to flood the room with her tears naturally ah, okay. uh, and the door handle then gets submerged in water um and I can't remember what it is that makes her shrink i think does she eat, eat something or drink some more but she shrinks again and lands in the vial jar in the, in the the vial jar in the vial the glass vial oh what the uh, one she had the drink from yeah right and then she floats out into an ocean there was no way you were ever going to get that from from no. <laughs> from the audio no, no. Um, and the reason is and it explains it at the end but the whole film follows and it's really cleverly done it follows the narrative of a dream like yes. she's yeah. she grows big she starts crying there's water now she's on an ocean obviously yeah yeah you know oh fair enough it's just following this kind of like stream of consciousness you know not not thinking so not the film yeah. to listen to really the <laughs> no, film to no I, I did <laughs> not envy you watching this i was i was just thinking there's absolutely no way they're going to get anything from this film <laughs> the, i'm barely getting yeah, anything from this film it's mad it was it's very mad. entertaining the, though i will really? say that yeah i was yeah, yeah. sorry we'll, sorry oh, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll get into this later and i'll we'll get into it yeah. yeah okay um so she floats out onto this uh this sort of ocean she's made with her tears makes sense i wrote down right there's a lot of talk about cabbages and kings and oysters, but I have no oh, idea. Oh, we're not there yet. You, we're yeah, not you're even jumping there ahead. Yet. You're jumping you're ahead. Not, genuinely, that's my next note afterwards. And, and <laughs> okay, it, says, okay. it says the last thing I followed was her getting oh, right, through the right. door. So the, the bit you missed out that, that explains what's happening there um, is she wanders into the forest after Mr. Rabbit again, after washing up on... on oh, now there's a forest. Shore. Fine. Yeah. 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 Yes. And I only say that because there's no way you would have gotten that. There, there is a lot of forest in this. <laughs> Uh, she wanders through and she meets well, who I argue are the two best characters in the whole thing. It's this Tweedledee um, and Tweedledum. It's Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Why? I, I, why do you think they are the best characters? I don't know. They... <laughs> I just like them. <laughs> is, is this the only moment in the film? This or is... do they come up again later? No, this is their only moment, isn't it? I think it's their only moment. I think it is. So she she wanders in and she meets these two. Um, do you know what these two look like? I was imagining. First of all, they look exactly the same. I was imagining. So, <laughs> let's get uh, that out of the way. Dwarves from um, Snow White. Is Snow White in the Seven Dwarves? That's why <laughs> the dwarves from. Is it Snow White in the Seven Dwarves? What? Oh no, I couldn't remember which princess it was. Could have been Sleeping Beauty oh, in the I Seven Dwarves. Yeah. I don't know. Um, were they? I pictured them were they like, like yeah. That. Were they? Were they chubby little like dwarf trolls. people in overalls? <laughs> overalls. Where did you get overalls from? Mate, I don't know, man. It's like <laughs> I, I guess, I guess I'm on just as much. Are you as telling us that overalls don't make sense? <laughs> no, they make complete as sense. As if the rest of the film overalls. made perfect sense. They were in overalls. Oh my <laughs> yeah, god, yeah, they were in overalls. <laughs> it wow. was just so specific. I was like, Here's. yeah, they they look like I don't know how to describe them. They, if I had to draw Humpty Dumpty, that's what they look like. <laughs> right. See, that's what I was picturing. I was picturing Humpty Dumpty. Really? Eggs. Yeah. Wow. They must have communicated that very well in the. I mean, <laughs> they the didn't. Audio. I think that was just me quickly thinking. Oh, it's like oh, it's it's um, it's nursery rhyme stuff, right? Oh, yeah, it's, that's it's, exactly it. You've got these. But, if you've got two like bozo-y type characters with weird scrawny voices, what are you going to draw them as? You oh, it's going to be like a couple of Humpty Dumpties. Yeah, isn't it? two dumpy guys. Yeah. So that's it. That's exactly what they look like. And they, they, 
you probably heard a lot of sound effects but didn't necessarily know what it yeah. goes to. It goes to their movement. <laughs> I heard a lot of goose calls. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Of, very specific. Or, there's a lot of yeah. goose. <clears throat> there's a lot of goose sounds like, <laughs> and I'm like oh, okay, <laughs> they sound yeah. like clowns sound like horns going off yeah they're very clown like yeah. yeah so every single movement they make every step they they take i i'll be watching them first of all uh, second of all every <laughs> every step they take and every like movement. time they touch in the slightest they they make this sound yeah and it's that like goose sound like every single right. movement is, yeah. is well, accompanied with some kind of sound effect and it's so I mean, entertaining that's fun, that's fun. It's so fun. Oh, I, I, I went back and watched now. the scene again because it, so, it was so enjoyable. Uh, if you don't watch anything else from the film, just watch there. <laughs> my my desire to watch this film has skyrocketed just because of that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mine too. <laughs> um, I actually don't remember what happens at this point. I didn't even note it down. But she ends up somehow at the rabbit's house. Yes. Did you get that? Yeah. Is this the part where someone is stuck in the chimney? Yes. Someone yeah, does is. get stuck in the chimney. Okay, I have a question um, about that. So, could you try and describe this scene to me before we before we do that? Try and describe this whole scene at the at the bunny's house, at the rabbit's house. So right, okay, yeah. So you've got these two characters, and they they go into song, and you're like, okay, fine. And then the it, the, the music fades, and then she's like, oh, Mister Rabbit, Mister Rabbit, where are you? Whatever. She's chasing him. He says it's his house, and he's like, oh, I'm late, I'm late, I'm late. Yeah. Um, she says, oh, where would where would a rabbit put his gloves? Um, and then there's yeah. this third character shows up. I have no idea what his name is. You'll have to tell me who he is. A third character shows up and he's it's like, Bill. Oh. It, no, 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 that's a fourth character. Oh, it's a third me. character. Um, and he's like, oh, let's let's help you out. Let's get this guy out the chimney. Mm. Right. I, 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 I don't know how they did. <laughs> you missed a few steps there. But... I did. I did. Because even after I'm listening to it. It's more than what I got from the scene. Even after listening to it two or three times. Yeah. I'm still ha- I'm still jumping in halfway because I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm uh, lost okay. I'm lost. Yeah, I, it, like I said before, it's a very quick moving film, so everything happens very very quickly. Yeah. Um, How do they discover that something is in the chimney, or is it just a given because it's a dream? <laughs> you guys need to get off of this. This chimney. <laughs> to me, that was the <laughs> main part focused. of the film. <laughs> that was the main. That was the point of the scene. No? <laughs> the main part of the film. <laughs> <laughs> chimney in Wonderland. Fantastic feature film. Alice yeah. in her own chimney. And, and she's. <laughs> she, does she Alice s- is stuck in the chimney again. Does she too? sneeze him out as well? <laughs> no, what? <laughs> She's not. What? That's sneeze why it's Bill. That's Bill. Bill. Okay. That's Bill's so Bill, job, Bill's okay. stuck in the chimney. There are two centerpieces. There are two, two centerpieces seen. Okay. The chimney. <laughs> <laughs> there are two center points to this whole scene. Yes. Bill. <laughs> Bill the lizard with a ladder. Okay. Yes. And Alice. Okay. Is stuck in the house. No one is stuck in the chimney. Okay. <laughs> no one's stuck in the chimney. Get that out of what? your heads. Oh. Okay. Right. Okay. So she enters what? the house. Um. She she goes to the rabbit's house. She goes inside and steals some biscuits. Okay. Because what else is there to do at a rabbit's house? Yeah. The biscuits are the same ones she ate earlier that make her grow. Oh. Okay. So she grows oh. big. So she gets stuck okay, in the that house. Makes sense. And she gets stuck in the house. You, I, I, like, I feel like I've seen this in tons of places, maybe redrawn or, or as fan art, I don't know. But her as a house. So her arms are stuck out the, the windows <laughs> and her legs are stuck out like the front door and another window. That's a window. good visual. <laughs> um, oh, it's a shame she, I missed she, that. It's like that scene in Ant-Man <laughs> when Thomas the Tank Engine grows and destroys the house. <laughs> it's exactly the same. <laughs> except with a house. Yeah. Um, she grows... Uh, she like sort of kicks out the door um, and she is now stuck in the house and her head is stuck in like the top bedroom. Um, okay. In that top bedroom, there is a fireplace. Okay. Now, this is obviously a problem for Mr. Rabbit because his house is now uh, Alice. Yes. Um, and so the person who stops by to help out his fan favourite, Mr. Dodo, comes to save the day. Um, oh, it's still so Mr. Dodo. Oh, okay, it's Mr. Right. Dodo. He comes back he again. Makes a return. Makes a repeat, oh, repeat appearance. I thought he was a different character. Because right. they, they were so aware that everyone was already asking, like, where's Mr. Dodo? When's he coming back? Yeah. He was um, he was very <coughs> enjoyable when he was previously on, on screen. Exactly. In season one, he exactly. was good. <laughs> so now he's back with sort of 66% less birds. Um, yeah. And he <laughs> offers to help by burning down the house. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, before that, 
They, they call meet, on Bill, don't they? They, they call, call Bill. Is Bill the lizard? Bill with... He's another great character. Yeah, he's just a lizard with a ladder who's just like humdy dumb wandering by the house. And they're like, quick, come here, get your ladder. With a ladder in head. How is the ladder going to help? Because he can get up, because he's a chimney sweep. Yes. He can get up and he can crawl down the chimney and get the monster out. That's what. Oh they yeah, want the to monster. Do. What's the monster yeah. got to do? Is, is she the it's monster? <laughs> okay, she's, she's, yeah, the monster. she's the monster. Alice. Right. Okay. Right. That she's makes like thirty see, feet tall at this, this point. This entire time, I thought that she was stood outside the house with apparently <laughs> Mr. Dodo. I didn't know what his name was. Yeah. And the lizard and uh, the rabbit, and I thought they were all outside the house, and there was a monster uh, stuck in the chimney, and they no, sent Bill up to pull him out. It's very introspective. It really is. So. This film has layers. Wow. He oh. he crawls down the chimney, causing soot to kind of like flow out and fill mm. the room that her head is in. Oh no! And so she sneezes and launches Bill oh. into like the atmosphere. Yeah, I got, I got, I got the <laughs> out of the atmosphere. The feeling that that's what had happened. But I yeah. thought that I, I thought that Bill <laughs> was stuck the, in the chimney and that Alice well, sneezed him out out of the chimney and he yeah, flew into the air. It's more or less what happened. He was going down the chimney. She sneezed, launched him out. And then Mr. I didn't Bill know that he was like, big at that point. But there goes Bill. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? Is that his his final that appearance in the film? And then, yeah, and then Bill gets sent off. Yeah, sent okay, off. So how does she um, actually get out then? Um, so she decides that the best way to to shrink is to eat something. So she plucks a carrot from the garden, and she takes a bite of it, and you know, obviously shrinks down. Does she eat through the window or something? No, she like she like uses her hands because her hands are already launched out of the window. She yeah. just like pulls it in and puts it in another window. I guess I don't okay. know. This house has right. like twenty windows in this scene. Um, so she shrinks down after that, and she then wanders out into like a a, a field or a, a meadow of some sort. But she's, so she's now, now small, right? Okay, so she's she's found and found out Mr. Rabbit, right? Mm. She's followed. She's Mr. found Rabbit. Mr. Rabbit, but Mr. Rabbit is is gone now because she's shrunk down. She's too small to follow him, I guess. Um, there's never I don't explained, even remember how it? he exits the scene. There's a lot of unexplained things in this yeah. film. I might have just missed it. It's very easy to miss things okay. in this film. Do you know what she bumps into next, then, Ethan? Were you were you still follow, Were you now following yeah, you, again? What, what happened um, in this whole so following she's, scene? Do you she's remember small again, and she's sung to by a group of flowers. Is that what happens next? Is that what you got, Piers? That's what I've got here. Are we are we on track? There's like this yeah, sort of a cappella sequence where you've got this group of flowers. They're really singing, good and, and they're really good, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, oh, I, I noted it down. It's one of my favourite uh, oh, songs. Oh, my yeah. best vocal so far was the Bread and Butterflies singing Golden Afternoon. I was like, oh, what a yeah, song. It was what a really song. nice, a really nice, uh, nice scene. And they make like, I don't know who this film was supposed to appeal to, but the writers were like, right, flower jokes, here we go. There's like 50 flower-based pop culture references. There are. It's like, what? who is this made for? It's the mums who are taking um, their kids to see it. It's that's like, like one of the writers on the team has been like a gardener for 200 years and is like, right, this is my, my time to shine. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm ready for this, lads. Because uh, it's like dense with flower references. I, I was like, I don't get any of yeah. these. But I bet they're really funny to someone. I'll show it to Grandad and see what he says. <laughs> um, <laughs> So they, yeah, they sing this song, song to her. Yeah. And you remember Great what song. happened after that? Uh, after that, they call her a weed, and she gets all yeah, upset. Yeah, they call her a weed. She gets upset and mm. runs away. I'm guessing. Yeah, I, but they kind of just like kick her out. They're very like pompous and and yeah, I got that. You know, um, pious, and they're like, no, get out. We don't want you here yeah. because she's a mm. weed. Yeah. So she wanders off sad again, uh, and she meets the next character. Um, is the guy who's talking in vowels? Yeah, I do guy. remember. Is he a B? No, he's not a B. He does. <laughs> someone mentions a B. What did you think he was, Fizz? Right at the time, I'm, I'm in. A, I'm in a little bit of Winnie the Pooh land. <laughs> um, he was Winnie the Pooh. There is. The, I incidentally, I looked this up. There is the cat is voiced by Winnie the Pooh, the same person. Yeah, you can hear it. Can um, you? you can hear it in it. Um, I looked up to confirm, and I was right. I was like, "Oh, in it, what? That's good. Great voice actor. It's fantastic." Well, I would assume Winnie the Pooh's been voiced by like two hundred different people. Yeah, probably by now. Um, so the guy, the guy who speaks correctly, yeah, that's um, fine. I thought he was like the owl out of Winnie the Pooh. Oh, uh, okay. You know the bookworm like type, kind of the bookworm. Mm. Yeah. Um, it was only only later in the film do I realise that he's not that. He's a caterpillar. Of course. Why, why wouldn't he be? <laughs> yes. Although the funny thing is, when she refers to him as a caterpillar, he's no longer a caterpillar. Right. What? Uh, oh, for goodness sake. He's a butterfly. <laughs> of course. 
<laughs> oh man! Yeah, he, oh. he, he turns into a butterfly. Oh, we've got um, no hope. <laughs> so, if you had to guess, you know his whole aesthetic, um, what would it be? How would you describe his like appearance? Because they've all got some kind of like gimmick. Does he have a hat on? I'm just going to guess that all the characters <laughs> have <remember>. hats. <laughs> they've all got hats. A lot of characters definitely did have hats. Yeah, it's not it's not a far off uh, assumption. No, if you guessed a vaping caterpillar, you'd be correct. I didn't guess that. What, like a pipe? It looks like he's got like a, a hooker thing. Not, you know what I mean. <laughs> Not. <laughs> well, he might, I don't know. It looked like he liked to party. But um, you Behind know, the, the, scenes. the hooker smoking yeah. Um, yeah. bong things. Um, and he's, every vowel he's saying, he's blowing like a smoke thing to represent that letter. Oh, in the shape um, of that. That's clever. In the shape of the letter. So that's it's like very an good. A and an E and an I. It's really interesting. Yeah, I love it. I love that whole scene. Um, like these coloured smokes. Oh, you. Yeah, he says yeah, that. A lot. that. There's no letter that represents who, so it's just an O. It's just O R U for that. Um, and then he he tells this whole story. Do you remember this of like the crocodile? You, vaguely. It's like I just remember him talk, talk properly. talking about a crocodile for a while. The thing is, it came out in 1951, so I assume that was something that a lot of people related to. But it sounded like maybe he was trying to teach her how to speak properly, but using a different structure than you're supposed to learn. I don't know. And he says this whole spiel about crocodiles. I have no idea. Right. But the whole time he's talking about that, and this is what I was focusing on, it was just like, oh, look at the pretty colours and stuff, because I didn't get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was like blowing animate. He was blowing smoke things that represented what he was saying, like a crocodile. And- yeah. Right. Crocodile is the only thing I can remember. Can you can you tell? Because there's there's a funny there's a funny thing um, a weird line that I hadn't picked up on in the audio. She says, "Oh, I've changed so many times since this morning." Yeah, and I think it's just... and I'm at that point. I'm thinking, well, she's only like drunk potion once. So I figured it was when more she says this symbolic changes. Oh, I thought know? so. This, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's just I like thought it was more perspective. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like who am I? Good question. <laughs> So yeah, I, again, I thought it was more symbolic. Um, There's a bigger question about a lot of the things in this film as to whether or not they're symbolic, but I'll, I'll ask you a bit about that at the end. Okay. Um, so she, uh, they have this exchange, and I would probably posit this is the most pointless exchange in the whole film because I don't know what it was about or what the, what the point of it was. Um, and then she does something and grows bigger. Did you get all that? <laughs> nope. The caterpillar, like, shrouds himself in smoke after being offended after she says that he's short or something. That's what makes her cough and sneeze, I see. Right. Yeah, she calls him short and he gets all angry and upset. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> like short people do. she's only like three inches tall at that point, and she says that. Yeah. And he says, after turning into a butterfly, he flies off and says, oh, the left side makes you grow, right side makes you shrink or something. Yeah. Or one side makes you shrink, one yeah, side, I remember side that. makes you grow. Vaguely. Yeah, there's a, that's a literal magic mushroom. Mm. This film just contains so many psychedelic references. Mm. Uh, yeah. Even even a literal magic mushroom. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So she she eats the mushroom, part of the mushroom, and grows bigger, but too big. So then she eats Obviously. the other side of the mushroom and grows small. But now she's too small. Oh, for goodness' sake! Um, When's she going to get normal I know. size? It's a, it's an absolute roller coaster. It really is. So, uh, uh, what do you think she does to <laughs> to get to the right size? I was on the edge of my seat. <laughs> <at this point. laughs> no idea. <laughs> Well, rather than take a bite, she just licks it. She just licks the bigger one and then she's normal size. Oh. Okay. Right. For the first okay. time in a long time in the film, she's now normal sized again. Okay. Great. I guess okay. that makes it's sense. It's the end. We're back on track. Okay. <laughs> Good. That's what I thought, but no, there's it's like two hours left of the yeah, film. Cool. <laughs> That's true. Um, so she meets, she wanders into another forest yeah. after this. And I'm only saying this because you wouldn't have got this from the audio because it doesn't tell you anything. Thank you. Um, no, you a just have signs. Thanks for the context. Like this way, that way, up, left, right. And one of them says yonder because it's the 1950s. <laughs> yeah. Does <laughs> one of them say A, B, A, B, uh, up, down, up, down, up, down, left, right, <laughs> A, B, A, B, X, right? Cheat code for Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. Marked cards. And she, she wanders into a forest and she meets Cheshire Cat. Um, I assume you're both familiar with Cheshire Cat, whether or not you remember him or not, or you you could have identified him. You must have seen stuff. Yeah, like I have cat loads of times. Paraphernalia in yeah. sh- shops. Is he floating? Is he like a really... He's a floating cat. What? No. Oh, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, okay, I could be. I'm to- totally off then. Because <laughs> in in the only version of this film that I've seen, which was the 2010 remake, there was a yeah. cat and he was floating. Um. 
maybe he does float at some point. You know, like SpongeBob animations where they they can kind of just do what they want. Yeah, sure. You know, so yeah, maybe he does float at some point. Okay, <laughs> that's not his thing. He's not Cheshire the floating. Cat. Okay. Also, let's back up a bit. Just before that, um, there was a woman who was calling her a serpent at one point. Is that correct? Yeah. Was yeah, it a chicken? that was when she grew. Yeah, I've got that as coming before the cat. Yeah, I've got that. It's, I did wonder. Yeah, it is did. there a chicken that? Yeah, it made me laugh. She's, she's like serpent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, she does. <laughs> that was a better uh, impression yeah, than mine. She does, <laughs> she does do that. Um, yeah, what did you think was happening? I didn't know that she'd grown to that huge I did, size. I didn't so know that it no was idea. about the growing and, and shrinking thing. Okay, um, yeah. She yeah, mentions she, she, laying eggs, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> she just she grows really tall through a tree, and a nest is on her head. Mm. So the voice you hear is the mother of the eggs that are in the nest getting oh, angry at her, bird. assuming she's a serpent mm. because she's trying to take the eggs. She's like, yeah, but you eat eggs, don't you? And then I was like, well, yeah, I do eat eggs. Oh yeah, and yeah, then yeah. She's, she calls oh, her a serpent over and over again. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't Which is funny because when I film. watched that scene, I was like, that was silly. That didn't make any sense. But yeah, I guess it, it does make more sense than a lot of the things that have happened. <laughs> Comparatively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course she thought she was a serpent. Come on. It's textbook. Um, and then we're that. introduced that, to the cat. Happens. And then we get introduced to, to this Cheshire floating cat. cat. So yeah. He does have quite an identifiable thing. And it's not, it's not the fact that he's floating. Is it his um, smile? Not fact. He's not floating. Um, it's his smile. Has he got a really creepy smile? Yeah. Yeah, he's like the smiling cat. And that that's, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, that, that's like the face of the film. Is yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, that's the one thing that I've seen before. Mm. A yeah. Lot of. yeah. With like wide eyes and the big smile. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and he can sort of like um, disembody his, his head from him himself at will. You know, he can... Of course he can. Lift that's his the head floating off. thing. He, his, okay. Head disappears and his just his eyes and his mouth remain. Sometimes he sort of phases in and out of reality. Um, okay, or what she thinks is reality. He oh. makes mention of the Mad Hatter, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, which is the first time we hear it. And obviously, I, I know that the Mad Hatter is a character in this film. Um, yeah. I don't know that, his role or was, anything. Um, yeah, one of the only things I knew about the film, and it took this long for him to mm. make. <laughs> to make mention of him yeah yeah and as far as i was concerned he only came into it for about five minutes towards the end yes yeah yeah, yeah. it's quite a, a you know what it is it's a really good scene it's my favorite scene of the film this whole exchange with the manhattan um and um i think a lot of people took that away and that's why it, it it's like the memorable point of the film but okay yeah it's no longer than a lot of the other exchanges in the film you know, you could just as easily have taken away the the dodo exchange or build the, the lizard with a ladder. <laughs> Tweedledee, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but not Tweedledum. No. Screw him. No, no, no. He's dumb. Nice. So he directs her to the Mad Hatter's unbirthday party. You got yes. that? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Which is hilarious. That's, a, that's a really good bit. I like it is that. fantastic. I'd forgotten about that whole that whole thing. It is a it's fantastic brilliant. concept. Um, or the realization that they have, like, wait, is is your own birthday today as well? <laughs> <laughs> they have it like three different times in the film. <laughs> Brilliant, and I love how everyone's in on it as well. Even yeah. the, even the queen at the end, is like, it's my own birthday. <laughs> um, yeah, that whole Brilliant. scene is is fantastic. But I I love to know what you guys think because I think visually it's fantastic. I don't know about the audio. What did you take from this mm. whole scene? I'm assuming it's in a wooded area, and there's like a long banquet style table and you know it because it's 1950s britain right mm-hmm. um you know you've got like cucumber sandwiches or something um and <laughs> i don't think it's this traditional like, no one's no one's making cucumber sandwiches i imagine these are all like organic natural creatures that you would find <laughs> I, I don't know man so, okay. i don't know is this is this like where the crickets. mad hatter is then? i'm imagining crickets i don't know why what where what are you talking about why are there crickets Singing the song, the unbirthday song. You both mm. seem to think there's there's a bunch of characters in this this scene. There are three, <laughs> I think. There's three people here, and they're the ones who sing the song. Um, there's loads of chairs, like loads of people are going to come, but it's just three of them. Do the chairs um, have 
Are they like actual characters or are they just chairs? No, they, no, they're just chairs. The chairs don't get to be personified. You said everything was personified. <laughs> Except, yeah, except chairs. the chairs. Right. Okay, very, enough. very discriminative. Yeah, but that was, that, was, film. that was Definitely already done in Beauty and the Beast, agenda. so they couldn't do it in this one. <laughs> yeah, it'd been done 30 years later. There was some subtle social commentary on racism in this film when it came to the, the, the flowers and they were like, oh, you're just a weed. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's less subtle later on but we'll go into that Uh, so yeah they had this this tea party um, this unbirthday party and the reason I love this scene and you don't get this is they drink tea in 500 different ways in this scene and they're all really entertaining loads of like animation so definitely if you watch something other than the Tweedledee and Tweedledum (laughs) scene watch this scene as well Um, at one point Mm. he he says do you want tea and he says yes but just half a cup and then he cuts the mug in half vertically <laughs> and, it, and it works perfectly functionally. Oh, it's great. Functionally. It's really good. That's um, really good. Brilliant. Brilliant. Is this where the Mad so, Hatter is at this party? Is this like his yeah. one scene that he gets? Yeah. I mean, I, I assume you both got that. It's, right. it's the Mad Hatter's unbirthday party. Yeah. Um, and, and naturally everyone else is who's there as well. Because it's all there. <laughs> Obviously. I, I was waiting for them to make some kind of joke of it's one, at least one person saying, oh, it's not my unbirthday. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wanted that. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so it's three characters. It's the Mad Hatter. It's some kind of rabbit, but not the one that's late. Uh, and hmm. a, a narcoleptic mouse, I guess. It's just a mouse that keeps, <laughs> he's like falling asleep the whole way through the scene. That's so good. I don't know. It doesn't, I want to say you can't make this stuff up, but you absolutely can. <laughs> and they did. <laughs> I could easily slip in a character and you wouldn't. <laughs> You wouldn't uh, two, we should, two of these characters should, are fools. We should do a segment at the end. Which one of the characters did I make? <laughs> Please do it. Do it. Yeah, you both got the biracial onion, right? <laughs> the whole way through this film. <laughs> so they have this this party. It's pretty uneventful. It's very entertaining, but not much happens to progress the story. Uh, what story? Yeah. I don't know. But I've made a note here. Things. Like story so far. <laughs> Dot dot dot. <laughs> yeah. Could either of you could either of you sum up this film in like you know a concise way, a succinct way? Chasing the white rabbit seems to be the theme of this entire film mm-hmm. until you reach this climax where he's finally before the queen, and you find out oh this is what he was late for the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they see the rabbit again. The rabbit pops up in this scene, and they try to fix his clock. His um, clock, yeah. Which the Mad Hatter says is running two days slow. <laughs> which is funny in itself um and so he opens it and he's like i don't know if you guys caught this he's like oh here's your problem it's got a bunch of these round things it's got his wheels in it it's got wheels in your watch i I did not get that (laughs) that was funny i liked that yeah it happened so quick but i was hoping this whole film to me he just starts filling it with loads of things this whole film to me so far is just a bunch of mad libs right yeah Pretty much. That's it. it, it, Right, let's see if I can do it. Mr. Rabbit goes home to get his gloves, but there was a monster in his chimney. (laughs) And fart on his bacon. (laughs) That's how most of my methods And he has a watch which is two days slow, so he's late to an unbirthday party. Like, you could just replace... (laughs) It's Mad Lib, right? Instant classic. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if that's how they came up with the story for this film. (laughs) Yeah, that was just a glimpse into the writer's studio. Mm. Um, Yeah, so they they try to fix his watch. Uh, It explodes naturally. Um, And she wanders back into the forest. So she gets sad. She begins to cry. Uh, All the animals cry as well around her. You wouldn't have seen that. Jessica Cat shows up again. uh, And he tells her about the queen. The first time she's mentioned. Um, And offers her a shortcut to get to her... I don't know wherever she is. Buckingham Palace. <laughs> I th- yeah. Right. I didn't think it was a palace. I thought there was... I think everything, every film is Shrek. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is the curse of doing this podcast. Oh, dear. Um, I thought it was a bit like a... She rolls out the red carpet and turns up with her guards and the trumpeters and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. Well, she's not actually introduced yet. He talks about her and then he sends Alice to this place. Um, incidentally, by opening a shortcut in a tree that just leads there. Yeah. Um, and she bumps into these characters who are painting the roses red. They are for the queen. For the queen, yeah. 
I, I, I thought one of you mentioned it at the start, but you know who the Queen's subjects are, the Queen's, like, guards. Oh, no people idea. dressed as playing cards. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, okay. exactly. Well, they're, they're, I don't know. I assume that's what you've seen of the the film. They're not people dressed as playing cards. They're playing cards with, with like they're they're with faces. Yeah, with a head on top of them, pretty much. Right. You know, um, they don't have to be people cards. dressed as playing cards because mm. no one's dressed as anything. <laughs> are there any visual gags related to which cards they are? Well, see, like... this is where <laughs> I have to question the <laughs> the uh, uh, agenda behind this film because they're three black cards, right? Ace, two, and three. Yeah, um, that's who they are. And then <laughs> when all of the royal guards come out, they're all red. <laughs> they're all red playing <laughs> cards. Um, and I was like, what? Wait. <laughs> but then later on, it shows more royal guards, and they're now black. But they're the Ace, two, and three again. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't I don't know if it's the same three, but there was a four as well. I don't know. There's a, there's a lot to read into here, and I don't know whether or not it's just me reading into it. Do you want yeah. to um, read into it? That's the question. No, I don't. It's a bit, it's a bit risky. Uh, yeah, so it's just an ace, two, and three, and they're painting the roses red, and Alice offers to help. Um, they just literally have paint, and they slap it on, and it happens to only land on the roses like a mask, so it's very impressive. Yeah, yeah, well, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so she has this whole thing. They hold this trial in court. Okay. Could you describe the court scene? What goes on there? Nothing. <laughs> I, I, no, it's just noise, man. I, I've no idea. I didn't know there was a court scene. She says we need to have a fair trial. Yeah, like yeah, they, I know they she say, says that. They say and then that they, all they say in, that's... in a courtroom. Was that not obvious? I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> Um, yeah, so so this whole trial thing, it looks like it's not going well for her, but then she grows big again. Did you get that? <laughs> no. It no. happens so often, her growing big and small. I think like maybe one of the animators had just discovered the transform tool on Flash or something. <laughs> and they like, make it bigger again. <laughs> <laughs> but it happens a lot. And this this whole ending thing, she, she remember she like goes off on one on the Queen? I mean, in a 1950 British way. She's like, yeah. you pompous... Yeah, she woman. she fat shames the queen. <laughs> Stop with that. She does. Yeah, and then Cheshire Cat like repeats it. Um, yeah. yeah, where does he come from? He just again he just shows up. I guess he's right? a cat. He just appears. Right, yeah, he does it before as well. What, what does he? Because he shows up and he's like, you know what? I'll get you out of trouble. Right? Yeah, she's well, like, no, he oh. doesn't. He says, you know what? We we could do to make her more angry. Oh yeah, yeah that's what he yeah. says. <laughs> right, and mm. then and then there's an explosion. I'm thinking, okay, so yeah. what, what? What do happens? you think that explosion was? Man, I, that whole scene is lost on me. This, whole this whole scene, by the way, I looked at the the time left on the film, and it was like two, two minutes from the end. And I was like, "How are they going to wrap this up in two minutes?" Again, it's easy. I, didn't, I didn't know this was a dream, so I was like, "She's got to go all the way back and get back up the rabbit hole yeah. in two minutes." The funny thing is, I, I reckon they were probably faced with the same question. They're like, "Wait, we've only got 118 minutes. How are we going to sum this whole film up in two minutes?" And one was like, "Don't worry, I got this." <laughs> That's Just what raw credit felt like. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, so that explosion—it's not an explosion. He he appears on her back while she's playing croquet, and he just hooks the beak or the bill of the flamingo, the flamingo, the flamingo under her dress, so that when she swings, it pulls up her dress, right. and she goes up in the air, lands on the ground, and it makes this like incredible because it was connected to our, our sound bar and i had An to almighty boom because it's like the, the basiest part of the whole film is her falling on the floor <laughs> yeah he's um, a fat one now <laughs> we talked about it was the queen the queen i was the queen oh sorry yeah, yeah she really was fat still <laughs> yeah um that's what that that sound was um but you're right she realizes it's her own birthday you know obviously mm. um yeah along with probably 99 percent of the <laughs> the courtroom <laughs> Um, so she hits the yeah. floor. Is it at that point that Alice starts to run away? Um, so no. So she she doesn't run away at that point because she gets pulled into this whole court scene. So that's before all of that. Oh, okay. Then yeah. while they're in this court scene, she realizes it's her own birthday. She gets a cake from the Mad Hatter and, and Co. She blows out the candles. It explodes into a present, which is another crown for her head. Don't know how you would have gotten that. Um, Couldn't tell. And you. then at some point they decide that they're going to cut her head off. And then they begin this chase scene, basically. She's just running back through the film very quickly. And this, okay. this I think, is done well in terms of it's a dream. 
because it's like the whole dream is falling apart like it does you know when you a dream descends into a nightmare it like all falls apart mm. uh, and then she runs back and sees herself sleeping under a tree and then she says wake up alice to herself she wakes she wakes herself up well she's saying it in her dream like wake up alice and then she wakes up to the sound of the tutor or the mum whoever waking yeah. her up oh, okay and it was all a dream mm. at which point i drop kicked my computer <laughs> Um, do you remember in in English in school where they said like one of the main rules of writing a story? Yeah, don't finish it with, and it was all a dream, and then they woke up. Yeah. It's literally what, this why? film. Why? Literally this film. Do you know what? I would rather have watched this film from the teacher's perspective, just staring at Alice sleeping for one hour, because <laughs> it was as much a waste of time as it was. <laughs> I disagree. Is it? Is it meant to... <laughs> I think that would have been even more boring. <laughs> I thought maybe at the end she would like walk away with the tutor and then turn around and like see the rabbit sticking out of the hole or something. It's like, oh, it wasn't a dream. What? Yeah. Got that's, that's what I like. But they that's didn't. Awesome. <laughs> no, she just walked off and then it was roll credits. And I was yep. like, oh, <laughs> so nothing happened then. She just fell asleep and had a weird dream. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's the moral of the story. I mean, Have it dream. was a dream. Really, it's, it's stupid to be mad at that because... Even if it had all happened, it's still a fictional story. Mm. Yeah, but it wasn't. But it's a real story within that story. Imagine if you watch like a film, like like I don't know the Avengers series, and then in the last film, like right at the end of Endgame, <laughs> one of them just like closes a book and like, and that was the story <laughs> of, of the Avengers. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> again, I know it's fictional. Again, it's, it's stupid just... to be mad at it. But you <laughs> would be, you would be mad because it, it exists in it just, that world. It just invalidates yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> it's not stupid to be mad at. You're stupid. Final reviews. Then, how would you rate this film out of ten as a listening experience? How would you rate your listening experience? Uh, I would rate this an eight out of ten on listening experience wow because the music was really good Mm. Uh, not just the music you know them singing songs that was good anyway but the music Mm. that went along because i mean there was music the whole way through the film really to like every action that happened yeah and it was animations yeah and it was perfectly timed um a lot of the voice acting made me laugh Mm. even though i was lost (laughs) for about 60 percent of the film (laughs) That's it was so like, you know, you know, when you watch a sitcom and each episode isn't connected to the next episode, but they're good as standalone yeah, yeah. episodes. So this was like a bunch of moments which were entertaining yeah. in themselves and that's then just moved on to the next one. That's yeah, a good way of describing show, yeah. the film. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I almost feel like that's how they made this film. So they just got like 50 different animators to make like tiny little scenes. Yeah. Piers? Yeah. Um, yeah, 7 out of 10. So... The wow, music, very generous. The music, the music is fantastic. I would love to go and listen to an orchestra play this music. But you hate musicals, Piers. Yeah, but no, but or are you no, changing no, your tune? <laughs> right, can I kick you from this Zoom chat? <laughs> Sorry, um, I was drinking, so I couldn't laugh. So, <laughs> like, I was wondering. I'd love to go and Do see. Do you reckon you'd be able to identify it? Having, even oh, having no, seen this, this film, do you no. really be able to identify? But, oh, that's classic! No, See, I Alice in Wonderland score. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't pick out any motifs at all in this. There was no recognisable melody. No, no, I didn't think so. It's was... very untraditional as far as musicals go. Yeah, hmm. I almost think that where it falls as a as a movie kind of turns into a credit as a listening experience because at some points it was hard to follow the film. Um, and I was trying to focus so much on what was going on. And it went to another scene. And I was like, oh, well, I don't remember. I've, I've done trying to figure out what was going on that last scene. Now there's a whole new thing. But because you just had the audio, you had only the the jokes and the funny things that they said to think about. You know, I was almost yeah. distracted yeah. by how much was going on yeah. on the film. Yeah. It's just so much. It's so dense audio-wise. And it's very dense visual, yeah. visually mm. as well. Yeah, it's true. Okay. <laughs> I don't have high hopes for this question. Um, how well do you think this story was told through the audio? I gave this a 5 out of 10. Um, That's not as bad as I thought. Oh, yeah. I'm actually tempted to put it down one. But (laughs) (laughs) either way, I I gave it a 5 out of 10. Um, Because I could tell you the overarching storyline here 
but I am so fuzzy on the details. Yeah. So five out of ten is yeah, right down I, the middle, isn't it? I, I found this really tough to to rate and answer this question. There's while there's a lot of audio, there isn't much story. <laughs> yeah. So it's mm. like what it did tell. I guess it was okay, but mm. but there wasn't anything to tell. So that's not yeah. great. So I, then, I gave it a five out of ten as well because I'm like, well, it was what the what was there was good. Yeah. It just, there wasn't it wasn't doing anything. That's fair enough. I, I can understand your reasoning. However, objectively, that doesn't really make much sense because if you had a three word book that said I went to, and that was the end of it, that told the whole story. Mm. Ten out of ten. Yeah, it did. Right, <laughs> but but this no story. Was crap. Yeah, the story is terrible. Yeah, that's exactly what this film is like. It's exactly what this film is like. So, so surely you guys yeah. should be giving it a ten then, because I'm just as unclear on the story no, no, as you no, are, no, and because, I saw it. No, no, because you could at least tell us details about what happened, you know, between scenes and whatnot, but not the story. We couldn't tell. There's no story. No, but well, there was. Okay. I understand. But, but then the question is, it's not how good is the story, it's how well is the story in audio Exactly. Form. Yeah. <laughs> and but, I'd say the story is exactly the same in audio as it is in visual because <laughs> really? there's no story. Zero, yeah. <laughs> so you think this should be a 10 out of 10? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 10 out of 10. No, I don't know. I, I guess that does make sense. 5 out of 5. 5 out of 5. <laughs> 5 <laughs> out of 10 does make sense. Right. Okay. Um, final rating. How much do you now want to see this film having just listened to the audio? I gave this a four out of ten. Really? There yeah. were so many points that I felt like you, you wanted to see. No, there are things that you wanted us to see. <laughs> you wanted us to see Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Piers? Uh, eight out of ten. Goodness wow. me. Mm. It's a musical, Piers. I know. Oh, no, I'll, I'll, turn, I'll turn the audio off. Uh, that is. <laughs> this is going to be one of Piers' highest rated films of all time. Um, so... Yeah, but I want to. I want to see the the animation. I want to see the spectacle. Yeah, I, I just know it's good, and you've said it's good, and there and as you it say, there are good moments in this. Um, I want. I'll, I just want to see the the wacky and weirdness. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for listening. Hopefully, this uninformed review helped you decide whether or not you'd like to listen to a seventy-year-old film. And join us next week, where we'll be listening to another one of your favourite blockbuster movies. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe in your podcast app to get notifications when a new episode is added. If you have a movie recommendation or just want to say hello, email us at listenerspodcast at gmail.com.